Blog Talk Radio. Yakuza! Yakuza! Yakuza Kick Radio! 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 This is the bulldozer, Matt Tremont. And if there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m., Yakuza Kick Radio, Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us, Jesus! God and baby, Jesus! Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on Thursday this is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity Toby Klein, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your jib, fella. This is Greg Excellent, bearded dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, you're probably watching porn and you have this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason Mann. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on that cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you couldn't. Now look at that doctor, homie. Fuck that. Black me. Bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. I've had diabetes for about 20 years. Oh, shit! Welcome to Yakuza Kick Radio. I'm your host, J-Cap Morris. Now, like, let's let's just fucking... Hey, you know, I get people to listen to the show, and, and they seemingly don't know what they're getting into. So just in case you've been misled, you've been put onto the show thinking you were going to hear reviews about wrestling shows and people put over left and right and, and all sorts of things covered and wrestling detailed and and reviewed and and all these upcoming wrestling shows i'm very excited for well you got the wrong show you can get the fuck out of here because that's not what this fucking is right here that's not what this is at all i got a lot of fucking things to talk about tonight and there's not a lot of fucking positivity i got in my mind i'm doing this show to get a lot of shit off my fucking chest right now and uh welcome so um Let's just get right into this shit, all right? Um, so I posted the other day that um, 
Because, you know, I'm watching the news in the morning. This is the thing with me. Like, a lot of times this is exactly how things go. I wake up in the morning. I work six days a week. I have for the past 18 years, right? So, I, you know, I, I wake up in the morning. I have a pretty uh, straightforward routine. I wake up. I go. I make my breakfast, six eggs, half a cup of oatmeal, a little honey in the oatmeal. That's it. That, that's my fucking breakfast. I got a cup of coffee going, a uh, big cup of coffee. And uh, that's that's my uh, my whole routine. And uh, so while I'm doing that, um, you know, I'm sitting here watching. I got the the channel 16 news on. And uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on outside my door. All of a sudden, as soon as I start this fucking show. But um, so uh. So I'm watching the Channel 16 news, and, you know, I see all the shit that goes on locally. So a lot of times I'll see some things, and I'll post something about it. And then I finish eating my breakfast, I go take a shower, and then I go to work. And I'm at work for, you know, eight hours. I get a 15-minute break in the morning, around 10.30-ish, and, uh, you know... So we take that 15-minute break, and I hop on my phone, and I check, you know, what's going on there. I could, you know, there's only a few spots that actually has, there's like one spot that pretty much has internet access at my work. Uh, it's a it's a dead zone as far as it's out in the woods. Um, so it's it's really, there's not a lot of service or anything out there. It's, it's pretty much just, uh, you know, the one spot has Wi-Fi, so... I can go to that spot and I could check on my shit occasionally as I'm walking by and stuff. But where I primarily work, I'm not on the internet. So a lot of times when I go, you know, 1030 break or whatever, I see, you know, something I posted at, you know, 830 in the morning or 745 in the morning has suddenly blown the fuck up. And now, like, I got a bunch of people bugging the fuck out. And uh, it's like, you know, it was just my thoughts at the time. And sometimes it kicks a fucking bee's nest, and then people fucking spend the next three hours of their life, which clearly they're not at a job, which doesn't surprise me in any way, shape, or form at all. And you could clearly tell motherfuckers who had their whole morning wide open for this type of shit. I'm surprised they're up that early to begin with. But, um, so, case in point, uh... I see that fucking two babies were fucking killed. Well, I don't know the status of the one baby, but there was a two-year-old shot and killed. Shot through the the walls of the house and killed. Another 11-month-old with four fucking bullets in its body in the hospital clinging to life. So, as I see this, it disgusts me. And... My first thought is, where is the fucking protest? Where is the fucking outrage and protests and marching and fucking kneeling and everything else that needed to be done every minute? I mean, I couldn't watch fucking football without major political statements being made because of cops that had, um, uh, you know, abused their power and, and killed killed people now that's that's not me justifying what they've done but if we're going to say that the handful of people 
because that's what it is. That's not, this isn't, you know, the numbers that we're seeing of dead fucking people, children, babies, dead in the fucking hood. And we're just going to go, yeah, you know, that shit happens in the hood. That's the way it is. And then when a cop kills somebody trying to fucking police this fucking area, they're held under a fucking microscope. And now it's just fucking, it's a race war. And now it's black versus white and this and that. And if you even have an opinion that says, hey, like, um, do you understand, like, how fucking crazy it is that the, the, the phrase all lives matter became a racist statement? I mean, really, don't, don't even take, like, you know, what you feel the intention of this and that is. Saying that everybody's life fucking matters became a racist statement. This is what we've done with this society. And if you don't see that creating division on either side is racist, then you're fucking dumb. You're plain out fucking dumb. So this is my statement because, again, we want to raise awareness for this. We want to raise awareness for this. You know, when things can be done in the community to change the way that this shit is happening, babies don't need to be getting shot. When you talk about police, you know, hey, man, well, it's their job to protect the community. Well, it's our job as parents to protect our children. So when they're put in situations where bullets are flying through the fucking walls because we're, we're ridden with fucking crime and we're doing dirty shit on the streets to make fucking money, well, then we're putting our own fucking families at risk. And that's our fault. Our fault as people, as humans. Not as black, not as white, as fucking humans. Over 600 people have gotten shot and killed, babies, elderly, fucking any given age, sex, race, color, creed, all of that shit. 600 fucking people have been shot and killed in Philadelphia, 600 plus this year, up 4% from last year, it, last year's whole year. We're already up 4% in murders, gun violence and murders. From last year. And we still have two months left. But you're going to focus on a dozen or a couple dozen times where police wrongfully killed somebody of color. And again, I'm not fucking saying that that's that's not a bad thing. Of course it is. But if you're not willing to look at the big fucking number and make that a big problem to you, then I don't give a fuck what you have a problem with. If you have a problem with 12 people dying, but you don't give a fuck about 600, then I hope you're one of those 600 because you're trash. You're fucking trash. And then when you turn that shit into a race baiting thing, now let's fucking go right over to the person with the fucking problem. One of these motherfuckers that society created. Pinky fucking fuckboy Sanchez. Fuck you, motherfucker. Let me just start off with that right off the fucking gate. Because you're running around calling me racist and this and that. And I don't have to fucking qualify myself to you. I don't have to fucking explain to you why I'm not racist or anything like that. That's not what I'm here to fucking do. That's not what I'm here to do at all. But what I'm telling you is if you're going to take some kind of political statement on anything, you should take a political statement on homelessness. Because that's what you could identify with more than fucking anything else that goes on. Because you're almost homeless. 
you're on some bum shit, and you'll always be on some bum shit. When you're 55 years old, if you're not fucking homeless, I'll be amazed. Fucking amazed. You know, you you run around, you take these fucking stances where, oh, he's low-key racist because he thinks that, you know, people talking about, uh you know, cops killing black people is, is, well, I didn't say that that wasn't wrong. I, I didn't, I didn't say that was wrong, but I'm saying if we're outraged about this, we should be outraged about the big picture shit too, shouldn't we? Now, you know, there's a lot of different levels to this, this shit that goes on in the hood. Now, of course, poverty is going to create crime and, and, um, but I also think that we all create our own standards. Just like Biggie said, you know, don't be mad. UPS is hiring. Motherfuckers like that are 100% fucking hiring. So if you go out there and you get a legitimate job, and you can tell, you can tell motherfuckers in the community that are on the up and up. You can tell somebody that takes pride in what they have, even if it's small. Because you'll see the guy out there sweeping his stoop. You'll see the 60-year-old man out there sweeping his stoop with a dustpan, cleaning shit up. You see the motherfuckers out there cleaning their windows and shit. Because it might not be much, but they're taking care of their shit. When you walk around and you just throw shit on the ground and nothing fucking matters to you. And it's just like, yeah, whatever. It's in the fucking hood. It's all good. And you just get complacent. And you just get used to living dirty and fucking just just living that type of fucking life. Well, then you facilitate the type of fucking garbage that, that you live amongst. Nothing ever gets better without you making a fucking change, but then you blame other people for your fucking, your, your shortcomings. So basically, um, Pinky has done a fantastic job of training to be a bum. That, that's what he's, he's been in training. That's what he's worked very hard for. While his other friends have passed him by, he's like that guy that... Um, you know, you're all friends and, and teenagers. Maybe you go to high school together and everything, and you got a bunch of friends, and you're really close-knit. Well, a handful of those friends actually apply themselves, and they do better, and they go out, and they leave, and they're not there anymore, and they're traveling all over the fucking world, all over the country. They're doing their fucking thing, and if they ever stop back to the neighborhood to visit, that fucking one guy, he's still there like nothing's ever changed. And he'll fucking click up with his old friends and be like, oh, let's, let's make the flesh faces again. Oh, remember that time we did this? Remember that? Ah, everybody laughs and everybody's friends because they like you. But then they leave you to go back to doing fucking things with their life and you stay doing nothing. That's fucking Pinky Sanchez in a nutshell. And, and when the fucking guy stands outside of fucking buildings uh, bumming cigarettes from fans, that's just practicing to be a bum. And fucking screaming about the man holding you down and, oh, the fucking, the police are doing this and everything's doing that. Instead of fucking applying yourself, get tunnel vision, apply yourself to some shit. Get out of the fucking Northeast. Pinky Sanchez was always a fucking charismatic dude who could fucking wrestle. But still, he's now like fucking near 40 years old. He's skinny fat. He's fucking walking around, walking, working fucking uh, ICW, maybe some GCW. You know, uh, but this is this is where he's at. This is all he's at. While his friends are out working, uh, uh, you know, 
fucking EYFBO came in the fucking business, clicked up with him, clicked up with a bunch of other cats and went, yo, we're fucking crew, this and that, yo, shit was tight, shit's all good. And then when they blew the fuck up, who didn't go with him? Oh, shit, that's because Pinky doesn't have his shit together. Not because he's not talented, because he can't apply himself to a fucking thing but complaining on the internet about racism. He he was on the fucking internet complaining about, oh, Trump's doing nothing for my people in fucking Puerto Rico. What the fuck you doing for your people? You ain't doing shit for yourself, let alone your people of any sort. You're a gimmick. Your whole fucking life is a gimmick. That That's all it is. It's, a, it's all a big fucking charade. There's no substance to it. There's nothing at all. You're trolling yourself. That's what that shit is. You were most over in your fucking career when you were running around in fucking pink pants in fucking CZW and coming out to Hey Mickey. That was when you were most fucking over. Since then, you've been fucking complacent. You run around with a fucking, oh, I got a devil mask. I, I got a furry jacket. And you stick to fucking four and six and eight-way scrambles because you have no fucking substance. You have no ability to work a fucking one-on-one match that motherfuckers are going to care about. Because you lost your fucking buzz. You had your fucking buzz. And you sat in fucking parking lots smoking other people's cigarettes. And that's where the fuck you've gotten yourself. So you can complain on the fucking internet about racism and all that shit. And you stay complacent. And you'll just be a bum your whole fucking life. Keep talking shit about me to other fucking people. Oh, he knows the deal, all that. You ain't shit. Go fuck yourself, Pinky. You can rename yourself uh, El Grande, whatever the fuck, Sanchez. You're still Pinky fucking Sanchez. Because you've never done anything to make yourself better. So keep keep your gimmick going. It's all good. But what I'm telling you is there's no legitimacy to it. There's no legitimacy to your bullshit, running around calling people fucking racist for no reason. But when it becomes white versus black and you don't understand because you're white, that's just as fucking racist. Like if a black guy goes around and says, oh, the black man is king, that's fucking racist. Period. Fucking period. That That's the way it works. Because if a white guy said that, they'd be a fucking card-carrying clan member. It's not okay on either side. We're all fucking human beings. We're all human beings, and equality means we all fucking work together for a solution. Not, not fucking, oh, the white guy doesn't understand. He's low-key racist. You're low-key retarded. Straight the fuck up. So, you know, do your fucking thing, man. But, you know, coming coming at me like you're going to drop some fucking knowledge, man. I already thought I deleted this guy. He popped off on my fucking thing. I thought I already deleted this fucking guy because he co-signed a Teddy Hart shit. He's, you know, he's one of these assholes that will try to explain to me, a fucking person who's worked with cats for 18 fucking years, that Teddy Hart's cats are fucking trained performers. Like, you're fucking stupid. You're dumber than fucking shit. But it's fine. And you fed into his fucking bullshit. And you bought a fucking cat off of him. Which just helps support the fucking breeding industry. Which helps, you know, contribute to other cats that are just being euthanized in fucking shelters. Because, you know, you gotta get one of Teddy Hart's special fucking cats that have been fucking overbred. And, you know, because I need a Persian cat from Teddy Hart. Where if you actually searched out. Instead of just being, you know, part of the cool wrestling community, you'd find fucking Persians in shelters that need homes. 
that don't have a fucking answer. But, you know, call it what you want. Do what you want to do. Stay in with your little jokey fucking wrestling community because this part of this show, too, is I got to do a lot of fucking talking. I got to bring a lot of closure to a lot of fucking things because I'm all fucking set with this wrestling shit. This, this, this shit it just isn't for me anymore. More and more, the more I try to con, um, concern myself with it or, or dabble in it, I, I'm able to tolerate less and less of this as time goes on. Now, you know, now I'm putting some energy into this here. But make no mistake about it. When you're telling people why she's so mad, I wasn't mad, man. I'm eating my motherfucking oatmeal going, why are all these fucking kids dead? This is some bullshit. People should be fucking outraged. And then you try to race bait motherfuckers into a whole thing. Well, whom whom specifically are you talking about? Fuck you. So, um, but, you know, I'm sure you'd be signed any minute, right? No. Not likely, um, which is crazy, because everybody has a fucking contract now, and there's a million places to be signed, but you fucking sit in Jersey, or fucking New York, or wherever the fuck you're at. Um, so yeah, um, so let me talk about some other shit, um, Let me see. Where the fuck was I? Oh, this was another thing I wanted to cover because this this is the thing. Like, there's like a real um, ridiculous. I'm gonna try to scroll down this fucking page while I kind of bullshit. But um, there's just like a real weird um, mentality when it comes to police. Um, there, there's this thought process that like they don't we don't really need them or there should be lawlessness and all of this shit. And that, that's, again, it, it's just a dumb mentality. It's a very stupid mentality to think that society is going to work without law or, or, or without any kind of uh, control or, um, you know, it, it's just, it's just a dumb way of thinking and everything turns around and it's like us versus them. And it, that that's not, you're not going to get any fucking where in life. When it comes to police and, and as far as that goes, and I wanted to also mention this because um, if you're the type of motherfucker, like this is, um, I, I had commented on one of Kit's posts because, uh, you know, I just like once I get some shit in my head and uh, I'm kind of on that topic, I start kind of rolling on any time I see something similar that pops up. And he posted something about uh, there's supposed to be like a Siri feature where you say, I'm being pulled over, Siri, and it just starts recording. So you can record the cops. But I think more importantly than recording the cops, because sure, hey, man, if you're that paranoid and you feel like you should record the thing because there's more times than not that you just completely get fucked up or killed or whatever the case is, and that's just going to help you out. I think uh, complying is your best fucking option. Because I'll tell you right now, if you are the type of motherfucker to get into some shit with a cop and try to tell them what they can and can't do and, and what you're not doing and you're not having this and they need to explain a certain thing for you and you get fucking killed, you earned it. You fucking earned it. I don't give a fuck what the law says. I don't give a fuck what you think your rights are, what you're this, what you're that. You're fucking with somebody with a gun that might fucking kill you. And if they're not in a fucking good mood, they've been dealing with shit all day. You don't know what the fuck they just dealt with. 
they could have just got into some fucking resisting arrest shit where they fucking had to had to do some old wild shit, had their fucking heart racing, and then they pull you over and you're like, you're going to have to explain to me why you pulled me over. I ain't doing a goddamn thing. Well, dude, then why are you rolling the dice with your fucking life like that? Because you read a book or you read papers that said, like, you're you're allowed to do that. Yeah, I mean, like, even Jay-Z in the fucking 99 Problems song. Like, he was on some dumb, dumb shit. Yeah, my, my glove compartment's locked, so is the trunk in the back. So I know my rights, you're going to need a warrant for that. Yeah, I mean, and, like, this shit ends with him, like, yeah, all right, well, we'll get the fucking dogs. He's like, I got 99 Problems. It's like, so clearly, you, you, you're pointing out that you fucked up. Like, one of your problems is fucking with the cops. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's just, it's, you're rolling the fucking dice. Don't fucking resist. Don't tell them what the fuck they can and can't do. They're going to do what the fuck they want to do. You know, I'm not saying it's impossible to get fucking killed or treated wrongly if you comply, but I bet your odds go way the fuck down. I guarantee your fucking odds go way the fuck down. And... When you're dealing with cops that are dealing with murders and robberies and fucking all of this crazy shit that goes on in high crime areas, your odds of dealing with somebody who is not going to tolerate your shit go way the fuck up, too. So let's also keep that in fucking mind. So while we just call it a race thing right across the board, let's also consider the source of um, high crime areas are going to have fucking cops that are ready for fucking action and, and have been dealing with crazy shit all day. They could have just been in a fucking shooting situation. And now you're giving them shit about what they're allowed to do, or I'm not putting my hands behind my back until you tell me what I, man, shit is going down. And that's it. I mean, you could get into what's right, what's wrong, what's right. Fucking protect your own ass. Comply with the motherfuckers and go home and tell your family what a dickhead he is. Why the fuck are you going to play games with a motherfucker that can end your shit? You know, it's just the safest fucking option in the world. But, you know... Whatever. I mean, do what you want to do. Again, like, if you're that type of motherfucker, like, I, I, I hope Pinky pops off the fucking police and someone shoots him in the face. Because he's stupid. Um. So anyway, Marcus Crane posted this thing. And uh, it had three instances. And the one said, uh, Learn today that cops are placing bikes that don't belong to anyone on the street and waiting to see who takes them and then arresting them. Is this literally the extent of crime fighting our tax dollars can pull off? Give me a break. So now I'm going to go off over each one of these things. Okay. So everybody on the comments, including Marcus Crane is saying this is entrapment and this is, this is illegal and all of that. And when I said, you know, these are sting operations, you know, someone piped in and said, uh, sting operations is how bootlickers pronounce entrapment or something. It just shut the fuck up. Again, you're retarded. I, I can't speak to people who are fucking stupid. So first off, this, this, this comment, this, this post here is saying cops are placing bikes that don't belong to anyone on the street. Okay, um, they belong to the cops if they put them there, first off. So that's fucking stupid. And when the person takes the fucking bike that's not theirs, I don't give a fuck who it belongs to, whether it be the police or some fucking kid or whatever. 
Who cares who the fuck it belongs to? If it's not you, you're stealing. That's just fucking logic. You take something that does not belong to you, you're stealing. I don't give a fuck if the cops set it up or not. If you avoid taking things that don't belong to you, well, then you won't get caught for stealing, no matter who sets up shit. You know, if a motherfucking anybody puts a bike on the street, I'm never going to take it. When I was a jerk-off fucking kid at 15 years old, I was stealing motherfuckers' bikes. I don't give a fuck who put the bike there. I was wrong. Period. I mean, what the fuck, man? But you grow up and you become an adult. All right, now, Marcus wasn't as as concerned with that, you know, as we um, went over this. Because he, he posted this. This was like he shared this thing that three different people posted these things. And he was just, you know, posting it up to show examples on, I guess, entrapment or whatever. So then the second thing, uh, police created crime. My first legal internship was in New Orleans for the New Orleans public defenders. Witnessed tons of injustice post-Katrina. Cops would be, uh, cops would be put food out in random cars with windows rolled down. People who were starving would reach in and grab food and get arrested for it. Because they're fucking stealing! You can't reach in a motherfucker's car. I don't give a fuck if you're starving or not. You can't reach in someone's car and take food and then be like, oh, the cops set that up, fucking assholes. No, well, you can't reach in someone's car and take fucking food. And maybe you're the type of person that's like, hey, if they stole my food and they were that hungry, then they can have it. That's not the fucking law, though. And that's not how life should work, where everyone's just like tolerating people taking their shit because, well, they must have really needed it. Fuck you. You're stealing food. It doesn't matter. Oh, you're starving? Good. Well, they have fucking programs. You can go find yourself fucking something to eat. You can go to a fucking homeless shelter and you can get somewhere to get something to eat. At this point, you could go with the fucking assholes are getting fucking wrestling gear on GoFundMes. Could have put a fucking post up on the internet. Everybody has to fucking go to the library and put a post up on the internet. I'm fucking starving. Fucking... I need food to feed my family. You go to the local food banks. You'll get fucking food. You can't just start taking food out of people's cars and then getting pissed at the cops for putting it there. What the fuck are you talking about? And then the last one. I remember NYPD hanging out outside of methadone clinics on Saturdays when people would get two doses to cover Sunday too. Undercovers would pretend to be in withdrawal and beg for someone's extra dose. If someone was kind enough to give it to them, they got arrested for a felony. Yeah, because that's drug dealing. What the fuck is happening? What are we talking about? And then they're like, oh, well, you know, they're, they're fucking struggling and withdrawing. Okay, but they're clearly setting up a program for those people. So now you're saying that this person who's going through withdrawal refuses to comply with any kind of program that's going to take care of their habit by putting them on a methadone fucking dose. This is the supposed person that, you know, the cop is portraying. Someone that just goes, I don't want to deal with your fucking program. I'm just going to try to mooch fucking methadone off of people who are on the fucking program. And then if they're nice enough to do it, well, then, you know, then they get arrested. Well, that's, it's, not a, it's not an act of kindness or some sweetheart fucking thing to do. 
It's illegal. It's dealing fucking drugs. They have a system set up in order for you to get your fucking fix and hopefully wean yourself off of this shit and rejoin society. If we're just going to keep feeding the fucking problem and then if someone has extra, they can fucking slide that shit on the side. You know what I mean? It falls into the same category as motherfuckers selling their food stamps for fucking drugs. And then it's like, well, you know, they got their food stamps and then they got, you know. No, but we should fucking try to get out of these situations. We should try to work forward to make ourselves better. But if we're just going to keep getting mad at the fucking authorities for living some dirty fucking backhand, back alley bullshit where we're fucking trading off extra drugs and fucking stealing food out of cars and all of this shit. And then going like fucking cops are just victimizing poor people. Fucking poor people are victimizing themselves by not trying to get themselves out of that shit go through the systems that fucking are are put in place to help you i'm not saying that there's like a clear-cut solution for everything and everyone's going to be well fed and fucking drugged up and whatever the fucking case is but Start taking responsibility for your own actions instead of fucking blaming the police for everything nick gage invitational number fucking one we we fucking go there Within fucking 10 minutes, we start hearing, Nick, Nick Gage is fucking here. Uh, he was fucking arrested, he violated, and he's fucking out of here. And I, personally, I thought that was fucking hilarious, because I'm like, this is the Nick Gage Invitational, and he got himself fucking arrested before the shit fucking happened. And that's, I don't give a fuck what anybody says, that's Nick Gage's fault, because he's a fuck-up. Because he's a drug addict, and he can't get out of his own fucking way. And he surrounded himself by a bunch of dickheads who won't fucking help him. And supply his fucking problem. And that's why he's in the fucking situation he is. That's why. So when the crowd starts chanting, fuck the police. Oh yeah, the police are fucking assholes for him violating probation. Or parole or whatever the fuck. And going back in after spending fucking four years in prison for robbing a bank in broad daylight. Because of pills. What fucking assholes those cops are. Because he should be allowed to do all that shit. This, this is why I can't fuck with you guys. I can't hang around motherfuckers with a mentality like this. I, I don't want my kids living in a fucking world where it's okay to just fucking steal food out of cars. I, I don't want to live in a fucking society where it's just okay to fucking rob banks in broad daylight because I got a habit that I got to fucking feed. And then violate and then blame the cops for violating. Take responsibility for your own actions and stop being fucking reckless dickheads. You don't fucking get yourself into some shit and then blame everybody else for it. Let's start living fucking realistically because this shit is garbage, man. I don't, I don't fuck with this and, oh, you're, you're a fucking bootlicker. Suck a dick, man. It's fucking ridiculous. So that, that's just my fucking thoughts on those things. And, and like again, like I don't really give a fuck who likes me from this fucking wrestling community anymore because like I'm really... I'm about to get rid of the majority of wrestlers off my page because I, I just, I need this whole fucking wrestling thing out of my fucking uh, view. Like I, I'm not interested in it anymore. The, the reason I keep like coming on and off mic is because um I, I got a, I got a new kitten and he's diving on one of my senior citizen cats over and over. So I keep reaching back to pull him off of uh Senshi and um funny right I, I'm, I'm so distant from wrestling that my uh 12 year old cat is named senshi i might be 13 14 now i lose track of ages because i want them to live forever so you know 
But um, but this little bad motherfucker here, he's uh, he's ready for action. But anyway, yeah, I'm just I'm fucking sick of it. And um, so so let's go over a couple things. Um, first up, the Dickinson versus Effie match. This was one of the final nails in the coffin of me giving a fuck about wrestling at all. Because Chris Dickinson is is one of the main reasons I watch wrestling at all anymore. But the thing about wrestling is, you know, I've come to realize that it's, it's, you know, the LGBTQ, it's got a W at the end too. Is it like LGBTQW because wrestling is in there. That's part of the gay community is, is wrestling. It a hundred percent is they're all either closeted gay people or uh, bi curious or, or something. And that's fine. Like I said, I, I've said before, I, I don't give a fuck, man. But the, the thing is, is like, like if just say I had a gay friend, right? And I've had gay friends in the past, but like, I don't really hang out with anybody. Like I, I go to work six days a week. I go, I go to the gym when I come home and then I come home. Yeah, I, I leave work. I go to the gym. I come home. So I can't say that I really hang out with anybody gay, straight, fucking anything. So I'm just saying hypothetically, let's just say like I had a gay friend that I was hanging out with and he's like, dude, man, fucking Saturday, um, we're having the biggest fucking crazy dick swinging fucking party, man. We are going to have like fucking cocks out fucking. We are blowing each other all fucking night long. Like we're just fucking hooking up with everybody and shit. We're doing like wild gay shit, man. We're barely wearing clothes. We're fucking... It's going to be like a costume party, but we're really emphasizing like dicks out at this fucking party. You know what I mean? And, and we're, we're just like fucking, just fucking guys everywhere. It's going to be like fucking super fucking crazy dick lollipops and fucking cakes that squirt fucking uh, cake icing out of the fucking top of them. Like dicks, like we're really fucking going in with this man. And I'd be like, yeah, man, well, uh, you know, have fun with that. If you want to come over on Sunday, watch the fucking game, man. By all means. That doesn't mean I hate the fucking gay guys. I want no part of your fucking extravaganza, as it were. I want I want no part of that party. No, thank you, but I'll see you on Sunday, man. You want to come over at 1 o'clock, man, the fucking game start. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get some fucking chili going, and, uh, yeah, we'll fucking hang out. But this this is what this has become. This is what wrestling has become. It's like, if you don't like that, you're a fucking homophobe. It's like, dude, I, I don't want to watch guys grab each other's cocks and kiss each other and fucking make out and, and, and you know, pretend like they're, they, they want to fuck each other all the time. And that's what, like, wrestling is all that shit. Like, almost everybody in wrestling, there's like 90 fucking 8% of wrestlers are, have flirted with that at one point or another in their fucking, their matches. It's it's unavoidable now. Unfucking avoidable now. So fucking Chris Dickinson and Effie. Uh, you know, uh, Chris is a fucking animal. Absolute fucking beast. He has treated motherfuckers like Shane Mercer like a fucking like cruiserweights. Just just beat the shit out of him. Like it didn't fucking matter. So he has this match with Effie and there's just gay spots all over the place. Effie's fucking the side of his head. Lots of fucking this and that. Just gay spots all over the fucking place. You know? And, and like, you know, the, the the one part of Chris Dickinson's, uh, 
you know, fandom that I've never been able to get to, into is like, you know, a bunch of fucking grown men in the fucking crowd screaming daddy. It's fucking weird, man. Like, I, I don't know. I'm 41 years old. I'm not screaming fucking daddy at another man. What are you fucking high? Like, shit doesn't make any fucking sense to me. You know? So, um, I, I, just, I just can't do it. So there's, there's just gay shit throughout the whole fucking match. They do some good shit here and there, but it's just fucking clouded by this gay shit that they're just like half banging each other. So then after the fucking match, Dickinson fucking gets on the mic and he's like, yeah, you know, you, uh, you do some unorthodox things in the ring, but that doesn't mean the dirty daddy doesn't like it. And he like does a little fucking Rick Rude hip swivel shit. I'm just like, what the fuck is going? And then he fucking says some shit and then he goes, uh, you're welcome in the dirty daddy's house anytime. And he gives him like a fucking look like. All right, I'm all done. I'm done. Even Chris Dickinson is half a bag. I mean, I can't do it, man. And, you know, again, do your fucking thing. It's no problem. It's no problem. But fucking, I want to see combat. That's what I fucking showed up for. I showed up for fucking combat. Not for a fucking fruit salad. You know what I mean? This is fucking crazy at this point. And it's a thing. I don't give a fuck if you hang out with a whole fucking crew of people. I don't care what anybody's into. I don't care if this one's into fat bitches and this one's into guys and this one's into this and this one's into that. We're all hanging the fuck out. It's all good. There's no problem. But if it became like, you know, my friend over here likes to finger his fat bitch while every time we're we're hanging out, then I don't want to hang out with him either. So it's, it's not about what you're doing. It's about the fucking, the forcing it upon me. And that goes that way for me. It goes that way for me with sexuality. It goes that way for me with religion. You know, if like you're fucking, uh, you're, you're Christian, you're Catholic, you're Muslim, you're Jewish. It's all fucking, whatever. I don't give a fuck what you are. But if all of a sudden you got to fucking tell me that, oh, look, uh, this is the way the Lord wants you to do. And like you're forcing it on me, then I don't fucking, I don't want to be around you. If you're if you're a fucking vegan and you have to shove it in my fucking face every ten minutes about oh you know you're really uh murdering animals by doing this get the fuck away from me I don't bother you with what I'm doing I might give you my opinion on this and that but I don't tell you this is the way you have to live do your fucking thing just don't fucking shove it in my fucking face like I wouldn't walk in a store on the fucking phone like these assholes with their fucking Bluetooth and their drink yeah that's what I told them I told Kathy yeah no 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 no, you listen, dude. I told Kathy she's not listening. No, I mean I'll tell her again. Yeah, I, I mean when I hang up with you, I'll call her. I'll, I'll call her. I'll tell her again, but she doesn't listen, man. Like, like, no. Remember I told you last week? No, no, I did tell you last week. I don't know. Maybe I told Jimmy. No, I told you. I definitely told you. This is what's going on while I'm trying to get fucking milk in the store, and, and you're looking at me like, is this talking to me? Uh, oh no, no, no. He's just screaming into his fucking into the sky in the middle of the fucking store. That's like jerk off behavior. This is what I mean. Like it doesn't even have to have like a, a belief or a a sexual orientation behind it. You're forcing your shit on me and I don't fucking like it. I I don't like it. And, And if it becomes like, well, this is what it is here. Well, then I won't go there anymore. That's it. 
So, so when it comes to wrestling, and it's like, well, you know, if you want to watch two guys fight, you're gonna have to watch two guys make out and fucking grab each other's cocks for a while, and then later on you'll see a fight. Well, then you know what? Fuck the fight. I, you know, I'll just. I'll go to a fucking comedy show, and halfway through the comedy show, I know the guy isn't going to stop and blow a guy and, and then fucking come back to his routine. He's just going to give me fucking jokes. He, he's going to give me fucking laughs. I watch football. I'm just going to see fucking football. You know, I, I'm not going to see guys decide that, like, it would be really, really funny, you know, if I stuck my fingers in this guy's asshole, uh, you know, at, at the end of the first quarter, and then we all laughed about it. And then, like, he, he made the ref smell his fingers. And then when he was done with that, then, like, the other guy fucking upped the ante and he did it back to him. But this time, you know, he fucking licked his fingers. And, like, I don't want to – okay, football's not for me anymore. That's it. You know, this it, it is what I mean. It, it's just it, – it's, it's fucking forcing some shit that I didn't sign up for. I want to fight. I, I want fucking violence. That's what I want. I want two guys kicking the shit out of each other. When Moff and fucking and, and Dickinson went in there and beat the shit out of each other, there was no fucking side bullshit. There was no fucking ha-ha shit. There was no fingers up the asshole. There was just fucking violence. And that's what I fucking liked in wrestling. So maybe that's gone. Maybe that's not a thing anymore. You know, I can't I can't tune in knowing that this is what I'm going to get. So maybe it's not for me anymore, and it's fine. You guys make hundreds of thousands of dollars based off of this, and I don't mean any individual wrestlers making hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, you know, these companies and and wrestling as a whole is still doing very well, and there's still a lot of people that follow it and like it, and they're they're into it, and that's fine. Just continue to like your shit, but I just got to walk the fuck away. Because even when, like, my favorite fucking guys are just dabbling in this bullshit, everybody's just trying out a dick now, you know? They're just like, eh, I don't know. You know? Things have been kind of boring in life. Let me mix it up a little bit. And I'm just not for it. This crazy fucking experimental phase is just not... This isn't what I want to sit fucking ringside for. This isn't, this isn't my thing. This is no longer my thing. And I've seen a lot of it. You know, I, I've seen a lot of great shit, a lot of fucking excellent shit. And like, I still want to see, like, I want to see Dickinson versus uh, Killer Cross. That's going on on Friday. I, I would love to see that. I, I'm not going to be home for it, so I'm not going to watch it on live pay-per-view because I'm going to see Joey Diaz. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But, you know, th- this is just this is just where I'm at in life, you know? And, um... It's fine. You know, it's 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 fine. Like people can call that any kind of shit that they want. But when it comes down to what I what I'm into, I follow what I'm into, you know? And, and there there's so many other things in life that I'm I'm far more into and it doesn't I don't have bullshit forced on me. You know, I just it's to me it's just and it's got more and more irritating and it's like now you can't even fucking say, hey, that's not for me. Oh, you must hate gay people. No, I don't. I don't at all. Like, what the fuck, man? I work with two gay guys. They're, they're fine. There's, there's just no problem in the world with them. You know? I just talked to both of them today. Like, I just, what, what, now I hate gay people? I mean, I, should I tell them that? Because I didn't know that. Should I tell them? Like, dude, some, some fucking guy on the internet told me I hate gay people now. Like, I... You know, I, I didn't have a problem with you, but now according to the guy on the internet, I guess I hate your fucking guts, man. Like, I, I just, shit. 
I mean, I, I had no previous problem with you, but now, fuck, man, I guess I got to tell the other black guy that Pinky says I'm racist, so I guess I don't like him anymore because Pinky says so. It's just like this society is just a bunch of fucking clowns, fucking sensitive pussy fucking clowns. Instead of living their own fucking life and enjoying themselves and finding avenues and things that they could be passionate about, they have to fucking judge how other people are living their fucking lives and try to tell him how they should feel. And it's 2019. You can't say that word anymore, bro. Like, we'll fucking cancel you. We'll get you fired from your job for saying that word because that means something to me for you to not work. While you say words like that on the internet about something that has nothing to do with me, man. It's like, ah, fuck, like, just go fuck yourself. I, I, I can't be any more fucking literal about that. Like, I really can't stand you motherfuckers. I want you no part of my fucking life. And you know the beautiful thing about so much of this? When I just remove these people from my Facebook and they go, oh, God, you see that fucking guy deleted me? Yeah, I just don't want to see your opinion in my life ever again. And that's as simple as it is. You're not suddenly going to call me. I'm not going to be watching fucking TV and you're just going to show up on it and be like, ah, oh, fucking Pinky again with his bullshit. I got to hear about racism again. No, now you're gone. You're just fucking gone from my life. The further I distance myself from wrestling, the further I distance myself from the fucking, uh, the, the fucking Pinky Sanchez's and the Necro Butchers. And, and again, let's not get it fucked up. Pinky Sanchez is another guy. We'll co-sign the shit out of Necro Butcher who punches women in the fucking face. That, that's, his, that's his deal. That's what he does. Maybe he doesn't like Necro now because Necro's a Trump guy. But previous that, oh, Necro, all right, yeah, Necro. Necro punches women in the face, and I don't like that. So I, I can't co-sign Necro, you know what I mean? But people are like, well, he's a, you know, he's a wrestler and he's like, he, you know, he did fucking choose death and all that. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I can't fuck with it. And, and if you can't put morals above like what you're doing, then, then, then I, you know, it's not for me. Um, what the fuck else? Pharrell, you know, again, let's talk about this fucking culture a little bit. Fucking Pharrell. On the GQ fucking magazine cover with this yellow puffy coat gown shit looking like he's auditioning for the Black Beauty and the Beast as Belle. And it's like the new masculinity is what it says on the fucking thing. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? Missy Elliott never fucking dressed that feminine. Fucking fur out. Like what? what the fuck is going on, man? Is this, like, some kind of crossover, like, uh, play on words where, like, you know, he did, like, I'm happy and, like, gay is happy and, and then now he's gay because he's happy? Like, is that is that what we're doing here? Like, what the fuck is happening? I, I don't understand this. I don't get it. When these, like, little yachty, little Uzi verts are, are dressing in, like, like, dresses and piercings in their faces, but they got a gun. So now it's like, oh, well, clearly he's in a gang. It's just like a feminine gang but that's the new man shit that's a thugged out dress he got on right there what kind of shit is that and then it's like oh you must be a homophobe if you can't dress like that you're probably racist too because he's black <laughs> what the fuck I, I just i just i can't i can't do it guys I, you know again i'll be that old man that's just so set in his ways oh he doesn't tolerate that shit he's set in his ways i guess i'm just crossing over to that i'm 41 i thought that shit would happen later in life um but, you know, hey, man, it is what it is. Um, 
you know, I, I teach my, my kids to fucking love people and, and animals, uh, spe- more specifically animals, because they're not fucking dickheads, you know, and I, I, I teach them to be nice. And I mean, you, you know, if you met my daughters, I don't want any wrestling motherfuckers to meet my daughters. But, uh, you know, if, if you do meet my daughters, you'll, you'll meet three very fucking nice, polite girls, because that's how I raise them. So you could say with any kind of jerk off this and that about me because I look at your wrestling shit and I fucking talk a lot of shit about it because it's not it's not a place of comfort anymore. It's a place where I'm just like, what the fuck is this this group of fucking gargoyles and their shit opinions? Why am I plagued with this fucking bag of shit that that is a fucking the wrestling community? Why why do I have to fucking oh because I fucking immersed myself in it? That's my fucking fault. Well, I I know how to fix that. Um, so CCW, (laughs) they've announced that they will, um, they will be doing iPay-per-views next summer. So 10 months from now. So you can impregnate a woman today and welcome that child into the world before you can actually watch an iPay-per-view from CCW. Just, just facts. Also, um, they are doing a big over-the-top cinematic shit surrounding Jimmy Lloyd and fucking um, Brandon Kirk. Brandon Kirk is, like, turning into Jimmy Lloyd. So now, on top of that, they're going to do this big cinematic thing where they're in fields and cornfields and then they're... They're kidnapping each other back and forth, and they're cutting each other, and they're bleeding and holding each other captive. So, so here you go, guys. This is your fucking Cage of Death main event. Jimmy fucking Lloyd, who had the, like, fuck CZW's pussy shirt on all over the place, like, talking shit about CZW. But he's going to be your main focus Cage of Death guy up against Brandon fucking Kirk. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you get Steven Spielberg to fucking cinematically produce a fucking masterpiece. The new fucking Joker movie starring fucking Jimmy Lloyd versus Brandon Kirk. No one gives a fuck about this match. No one gives a fuck. You'll watch your attendance continue to be nothing. Fucking nothing. CZW is at such a stupid amateur level, it's fucking bizarre they've been around more than 20 years now they did an angle where maven bentley turned on the rep the fucking camera guy missed the actual turn the camera was positioned behind anthony gangone's back so you're watching his back while maven hits the fucking uh the rep guy i don't know which rep guy wouldn't know that shit because they didn't film it hits the rep guy with the fucking uh the the, the water jug the fucking bat. You guys are fucking bush league. Like just there are shindies that run better production than you by far. It, th- th- this whole shit is just fucking bananas. Like when you look at this and and it's again just another reason why I know it's it's done for me. It's done. Why why are you continuing to try to find things you like in this? It's it's it's. There's so much more that you hate. Why do you keep doing this? 
You know, so I I have just really I've made more of a conscious effort lately to just go stop, just cut it out, just fucking cut it out. This is not for you. This is like me trying to comb through fucking episodes of Friends, and I hate Friends. So it's like me combing through episodes of Friends, hoping for a laugh. Like you don't even like this shit. Why would you watch it? So I'm doing a lot less of that. Um, like even less than I was before, which is fucking substantial. Um, I got the fucking uh, Vikings by 16 and a half tonight. I hate these big fucking spreads. I, I really do. Right now it's 6-3. Case Keenum's driving up the fucking field over here. I just don't like these big fucking spreads. But I couldn't bet on the Vikings not covering either. Because I felt like, man, we beat the Redskins 9 nothing. In a in a shit mud game, I mean they couldn't fucking move. That that whole field is trash. They should be bulldozed. Um, but nine nothing. Our defense is fucking banging, so we shut their fucking offense completely down. But our, our offense, you know, we're pretty good. Um, I mean, I'd say the uh, overall the Vikings have a more higher powered offense, but I think they're more of a one-sided team than us. I think we have more of a a well-rounded team with a beast defense being our main key. But um, I figured their offense would put up a shitload of points on this Redskins defense. And uh, so far, no good. It's six fucking three with the, uh, the, the Vikings driving or no, no, the Redskins driving. But anyway, um, it's just so so that's that's CZW. Um I, I plan on watching the Cage of Death show to do the review like we've been doing once a year with Sozio, and I'm sure it's gonna be fucking brutal. Absolutely fucking brutal because I, I have no fucking love for I think anything in that company right now. I used to say, Well, I like this guy, I like that guy, whatever. I I don't know who the fuck I like there. I I don't know. So we'll see. It's 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 going to be fucking brutal, I bet. Um, blackouts on tour, um, apparently. I, I don't. I lost the dates, but um, Robbie posted up the, the blackouts on tour, and um, you know, blackout featuring James El- Ellsworth, um, which is just fucking garbage, absolute fucking garbage. And in all the posts in the the pictures, James Ellsworth is out front and center and then Robbie and Ruckus are like the the side guys and it's like the only times I've seen that is either like the manager stands out front or the leader so now not only is James Ellsworth the fucking pedophile the fucking member of the blackout he's the leader of the fucking blackout it's just that's that's another thing that just needs to go away Robbie's one of the worst wrestlers on the planet because he's He's invested over fucking 20 years into being a wrestler, and he's fucking terribly green. The green is supposed to have, like, a a window on it. It shouldn't be Robbie Marino and DJ Hyde, who are just forever green like fucking Shrek. Oh, I almost said Kermit, but I can't disrespect Kermit that way. Um... Yeah, so they're on tour, and it's funny, because it was, like, Blackout, Tour... And it was like, Jersey, Delaware, Philly. <laughs> it's just like, will you guys cut it the fuck out? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> this is fucking stupid as shit, man. You, that's not a tour. You have fucking four bookings coming up. <laughs> you just fucking... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um... So then GCW, um, Nick Gage is garbage now. Like, this is not the Nick Gage that I was a huge fan of. I was a huge Nick Gage fan. Gage used to cut fucking banging-ass promos. He used to fucking be just vicious. Absolutely fucking unstoppably vicious in the ring. I like wrestlers that when you see them matched up against somebody and it might be a little bit of a mismatch, you immediately worry about the fucking opponent. You're like, oh, shit, man. Like, that that could get fucking real bad. And Dickinson gives you that vibe with a lot of people. You know, where he's like, oh, fuck. Like, that, he might fuck that person up. You know? Um, Gage used to have that to a very, very high extent. Very high extent. Because he, you know, Gage has always had a little bit of recklessness in him. And you could tell, like, some of these motherfuckers he just didn't care about. And that shit showed through, and it was fucking brutal in the ring. But, um... Jesus Christ. Fucking fumble, but then the Redskins recovered. Um, yeah. Um... So he's just not the fucking same. And everything that they're doing in there is just like, they're they fucking themselves. So RSP, I can't stand RSP. Um, he, he he produces very well in the ring. I think he, he puts out great product that way. But he skips around and it's just like this whole fucking thing. And he's one of these, you know, uh, SJW fucking 2019 guys. So uh, I generally don't like RSP. But... As a person, like, he's just not my type of guy. We can roll, and then he calls it, like, sad boys, nice boys. Like, what the, what the fuck is that? Is That's not grown man shit at all. I, I don't know what movie that's from or what band that's from, but that's that's not that's not grown man shit. What the fuck is that? Not wearing a shirt that says sad boys, nice boys on it. Like, what the fuck is that? So, um, Nick Gage and RSP have this thing going. And RSP comes in and jumps him and fucking steals the belt. Spray paints on it. Um, GCW has run like no angles. Nick Gage has had the belt for two fucking years. Completely stale. Has no fucking base. Has no fucking... They had like no feuds, no anything in there really. Just like matches and matches and matches and matches. And just shit that doesn't make a lot of sense. So... um. You know, and like super competitive matches with Orange Cassidy and Marco Stunt, and like what, what the fuck, man? Like some 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 of these guys should have got absolutely fucking mauled if we're talking Nick Gage shit, but it it, it wasn't because that's all over. That's just all over. So he jumps him, and man, he goes out and he cuts a bomb ass fucking promo. I love the fucking promo, a lot of reality in it, you know, and. And Nick Gage let him down because, you know, he was a huge fan and he went out there and he fucking got himself locked up with the drugs. And now he's fucking, now he's a felon and he can't even travel over state lines. So I'm going to take this title and I'm going to make it a world title. And he actually was fucking going places. He was, he was on a bigger tour than the blackout, if you can believe it. And he, uh, he took that shit to fucking Japan and Europe and wherever the fuck else he went. And he cut promos all over the fucking place. Standing in front of, I think, the Tokyo Dome. And he was like, yeah, it's fucking, here's your belt, Nikki. This is what I'm fucking doing with it. I'm all over the world with it. 
Meanwhile, GCW was running title matches without the belt back home. Well, who the fuck believes that anyone's going to win the belt? Were you running an angle about him taking the belt from Nick Gage? So you're already insulting the fans' intelligence. Because you're going like, yeah, these, these three guys could win the belt tonight. What belt? First off, there's no belt there. And then what if they win the belt? Now they're feuding with RSP. And he's like, oh, change topic. I was going to talk about you, Nikki, but apparently you, you lost the belt that I won or I, I took from you. So I have the belt and it used to be yours, but now it's this guy. So, hey, hey, buddy, if you want your new your newly won belt, like how, how would that even work? Like you just you're just convoluting the fucking story. You could have a non-title match and say, "I would defend the belt against these three fucking pussies, but I can't because this other pussy took my fucking belt." That's old Nick Gage. That old Nick Gage would have been like, "I would fucking give every one of you a shot at the fucking belt if I had it, but this asshole stole it, and I'm gonna kill him when I fucking see him." That that's old Nick Gage. New Nick Gage is just like, yeah, or, I mean, I'm just defending the belt that I don't have, and then, you know, we'll see what happens, but I'm, you know. So then he wins the match, obviously, because he already gave that away. And then, so now they're all at the fucking Horror Slam show over there, and they cut a fucking promo. Ricky Shane Page is in the back. First time Nick Gage catches up with him. He doesn't just catch up with him alone. He's got, I think, Alex Colon and, um, uh, Eric Ryan and Schlack and Gage. He starts to cut a promo and it, it, it starts off like the worst possible promo. He's like, hey, Ricky Shane Page here. And it's like, what the fuck kind of, what what are you doing today? You know, this this is not good. So then like before he could even get that full sentence out, these guys approach him and they're like, where's fucking belt, you know? And then they throw a bunch of like wrestling punches and like a heart, half-hearted fucking knee. And then just kind of like, Almost Irish whip, you know, like throw them kind of like a uh, like shit can them into the next room where the door must not have been latched because it just like swings open and he falls on the floor. This is a guy who, who you know fucking takes dragon suplexes through piles of fucking light tubes. You hit him with a couple wrestling punches and kind of toss him in the next room and he's like, well, he's gone. And then they check his bag and the belt's not there and they're like, all right, you're fucking lucky. And they, they walk away. This guy was taunting you from across the fucking world and you're like, well. As long as you don't have the belt, I guess that's it. Like, you don't... What the fuck is that? Like, you just killed the entire angle. Because you're not even that mad at the guy. You had four guys. You could have left him for fucking dead. Like, they should have had, like, the craziest shit ever fucking... That they put this guy through. They should have drugged him up and down the fucking street. Ricky Champagne should have looked like a fucking corpse when they were done with him. If you're going to put four fucking people in there and be like, yeah, we're going to fucking fuck you up for what you did well then there should be some major repercussions not just like hey, hey get out of here buddy hey the belt's not in the bag all right let's go let's go get something to eat the fuck it's trash now it's garbage you already made the belt fucking garbage for two fucking years with the same guy that's fucking lost weight he went from fucking jack to fucking wearing extra clothes that he never wore before to fucking get, you know, hide the track marks or wherever the fuck he's hiding because he's not fucking built well at all anymore. He's talking shit on fucking promos. My cardio's up to my cardio's through the roof. My weights are through the roof. Your weights. You look like you're waiting to die. What are you fucking talking about weights? You're fucking crazy. You came out of fucking jail jacked like you were lifting fucking weights. Right now you just look fucking crazy. And not the good type of fucking crazy. Not 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 Nick Gage crazy. 
like like fucking fiend crazy. You know? Fucking I love you guys. I'm cutting Teddy Hart promos. I love you guys. I do this for you guys. Everything is for you guys. If it wasn't for you guys, I'd be dead, guys. I love you guys. You're my MDK all day, guys. I-L-Y, M-D-K, you know, all fucking day, and then Tuesday, too, even on a Wednesday, I'll M-D-K that day as well. Today's, I don't know, it's a Friday, but we can M-D-K all the way through the weekend, fellas. Like, let's fucking, I love you guys again. If I didn't tell you before, this is all for you. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't do this, and I just pinned the guy for that. And a good shout-out to him as well. He had a great match, and, you know, if you fucking... Fucks with me, though, like he's going to lose, but still, man, great match. Give a hand for him. Shout out to him. I did it for him. I did it for you. I did it for his cousin. Fucking uh, uh, Brett, got to give a shout out to him. He really held me down in prison. Uh, like the one guy, though, uh, we won't talk about that guy, but he held me down in prison. And, uh, yeah, just fucking he shaves my back. And, uh, yeah, so, Brett, just shout out to him. Uh, shout out to... Uh, it's just like, what the fuck is, this is not Nick Gage, uh, you know, it, this is fucking crazy, uh, fucking Loudy posted some shit, uh, he saw like the, the fucking Gordon Ramsay's truck or van or some shit, and he's like, who could cut a better promo, Gordon Ramsay, Chef Ramsay or Nick Gage, and I'm like, the Swedish chef could cut a better promo than fucking Nick Gage in 2019, what are, what are we talking about? Why are we living in this delusion like we're dealing with the same bad motherfucking Nick Gage that it used to be? He's not. He's not. He could wrestle. He could always wrestle. So he's able to maintain some pretty good fucking matches, do some pretty crazy shit, but nothing near, not even remotely close. Fucking Maria Manic posted a fucking uh, video or a clip or a post or fucking something where she said, like with like a worried look saying, I just realized I got to work. I got to wrestle Nick Gage in five days. Do you realize then that Maria Manic has to be fucking at least twice as strong, physically strong than fucking Nick Gage. There's no way Nick Gage could do what she does in the gym. No way. If same fucking weights and everything to, to fucking match, go toe to toe with her in the fucking gym. Bench what I do, curl what I do, do what I do, fucking uh, squats, fucking deadlifts, all of that shit. Nick Gage wouldn't last fucking 20 minutes in there doing what she does. So you're selling to me that this very fucking in-shape, hard-working fucking woman who's in better physical shape, visibly, bigger fucking muscles than Nick Gage, is scared to work Nick Gage? Why? Why? I I believe that she could throw him in the fucking trash if she wanted to. But, you know, I mean, I, yeah, by by gimmick, Nick Gage is supposed to be a badder motherfucker than Maria Manic, but that's not the work he's putting in. But this new this new set of uh wrestling fans is just like so in love with they're seeing Nick Gage. So what they're seeing has to be the dopest shit ever because they they've never saw old Nick Gage. Half of these motherfuckers were eight years old when Nick Gage was fucking destroying people when the original hate club was going down. Well, you know, when he was in there fucking wrestling wife beater in the first fucking, they said it couldn't be done. When he was winning fucking, uh, you know, world titles back then, when he was fucking 
you know, the, the battles he had back then, 2001, 2002, his fucking wars with his brother, the fucking Nick Gage, Nate Hatred feuds, like that shit, the shit him and Hatred were doing as a fucking, as that hate club, fucking vicious shit, like absolutely vicious. Like, no fucking, no maybes about it. No shout-outs, no any of that shit. But, you know, I mean, you guys are going to cling to what you know and what you have. And, and you, you really, you honestly don't have shit. What, what you're looking at right now is, is such a watered-down version of what I fucking fell in love with as a wrestling fan. But it's all you have. So, I, I mean, again, I can't hate it for you guys, you know, being really into it because it's all you got. And then I'm just a fucking hater for going like, no, you don't even understand. You don't. I mean, I wish you'd fucking understand what what you're even seeing or what you what you're missing. But it's it's what they have now, so it's you know, it's fine, I guess. Um, for you, you know, not for me. Um, the studio wrestling of NWA, I find this very fucking intriguing. Not something that I, I'm not going to watch it, because again, I'm, I'm all set. But it's got such a different vibe. And for the people who are so disconnected from the flippy stuff and the this and that and the, all that, I feel like this is tailored towards that, because this is old school wrestling. This is guys doing promos in the fucking studio and this and that with a small, you know, uh, intimate crowd and um, tight-knit show. To me, this has, well, at first I was like, NWA, what the fuck do they have? They got uh, Nick Aldis and fucking uh, Tim Storm and other people who I'll never fucking watch wrestling ever. But then they got Homicide and Kingston, which is great. But other than that, like, I haven't seen any other things that, like, you know, intrigues me about it wrestling-wise. But concept-wise, it's different than every fucking thing out there. Everybody wants to claim everything's different in this and AEW's doing the same shit TNA was doing. Um some people, you know, oh TNA's doing it now. Uh Shaheen had said it on, on uh Wrestling Overdose, check him out. Um he had said, Yeah, like uh, TNA's doing like what AEW's doing. No, they've been doing that. They were doing Monsters Ball matches and X Division matches. So they were doing some hardcore and they were doing some fucking crazy high flying shit. They were doing you know, AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels banging fucking matches. Uh, when Mary Jane was was a baby, she was little. I, I was trying to get her into wrestling and stuff, so I had, like, the best of AJ in, in TNA. And there was times she was like, I want to watch AJ matches. And, and I was showing her that shit. And the stuff that he was doing in the X Division was just fucking mind-blowing. Like, amazing matches. Like, the, the type of matches they were putting on were, you know... Really, really good shit. Not just like, ah, uh, pretty good for TNA or whatever. No, they were really putting on awesome things on, on the X Division. You know, and they and obviously scared a lot of people away with the Hogan shit and all of that stuff and the cornball angles and all of that. But, like, they, you know, if you just focus on what they were doing on the X Division and then some of the heights that they reached with the Monsters Ball shit because they had Jeff Hardy jumping off every fucking thing on the planet and Abyss doing some crazy shit, and they actually did some pretty decent fucking hardcore stuff within that company. So I, I don't know that it's, it's that much fucking different. I, I really don't. I don't see anything different to me. And again, like TNA was using indie guys before WWE wanted to touch indie guys. You know, I'm pretty sure CM Punk was over there before he was in the WWE, right? 
and then he became like an enormous star in the WWE, but he was just kind of like a bit player in uh, TNA, like following the Ring of Honor stuff. I, I'm pretty sure at the same time or something. Um, so I don't know, but like that's all the fucking same. The the, the TNAs, the the AEW, AEW has a different you know money backing and a, obviously a different following and a different promotional department. So it's got this big this big machine that's that's pushing it. And people are buying into it, and that's fine. But again, like, yeah, product-wise, you, you match it up against a TNA. What's what's the huge difference? I, there's really not an enormous difference. A- again, and like, you could point at like, oh well, AEW has Joey, uh, AEW has Darby. I mean, you could you could point at all the guys that you like that are on this, but I just mean product and actual. Um, the type of thing that they're putting out, what is the difference? And I don't think there is one. Um, WWE, if you, I mean, you really have to comb through quite a bit of product in order to come up with the things that they were talking about. But through um, NXT, you can find your X Division, your Cruiserweight, your whatever you want to call it, your best of the best type your Ted Petty type your those type of matches you'll find all over NXT beyond PWG evolve whatever you want to call that that type of match you could find that all over NXT they're not really doing the hardcore stuff and this and that but occasionally you get some you know crazy off the top of the cage you know through some padding shit on the ground but they're not they're really not pushing the envelope as far as the hardcore goes but they've done a few things between their ladder matches and their shit like this. And, you know, Brock Lesnar suplexing John Cena like 30 fucking times in a row is actually pretty extreme. I mean, if you really break it down to the amount of bumps that, you know, a guy like that was taking, it was like, oh, that's that's a little fucking, that's something, you know. That's, that's not quite the normal, uh, you know, five moves of doom or whatever. And it's the same move over and over, but I, I'm just using that as, as an example of the actual, like, did that fucking guy hurt a lot that night? Fuck yeah, he did. You know what I mean? No matter how big he is, man, that that motherfucker took a beating. And, you know, there was a couple of those. And, again, I'm not, you know, uh, really, I'm not a viewer, so I can't really point out a whole lot of, like, recent, you know, interactions or, or uh, matches that you could point out because I'm just checked out. But, again, like, there's not anything groundbreaking that's happening in AEW minus this guy has a contract, that guy has a contract, and for those people, it's groundbreaking, and that's great, and if you're backing those guys, then I completely understand you saying, this is my place to watch that guy on a big platform, and great, understood completely, but I don't, I don't have the ability to listen to that it's something groundbreaking or something amazing as an entire product that's never been done before because as far as I'm concerned, it's been done everywhere. It's the same thing. The thing about the NWA is this is way different. It's a polar fucking opposite. It's a whole different brand of wrestling. It's a whole different type of wrestling. And it's, it's more geared towards that, that 80s wrestling, that studio wrestling type shit. So for the people who were really into that and turned off by the new style and the the spots and the this and that and the, that's not wrestling and this and that, this is for them. Um, I don't think that there's enough of an audience to sustain that though. I don't think there's enough to make that like a, a million dollar company like to to really like rake in a whole shitload of um um 
audience? I, at least I don't think so. Maybe I'm just being, uh, you know, pessimistic about it, but uh, I, I don't think that there's enough of that left. I think the majority of this society and this uh, this wrestling community is geared towards that spot, that, you know, that action flick, that, that you know, cockstroking wrestling. Like, they, they, love the, they love the gay shit. I mean, they're, they're really about it. Um. I, I guarantee you, like the majority of these fucking wrestling fans, like they're they are definitely on some fucking uh, clearing their fucking browser history on like a regular basis because they're into some shit that they don't want their friends to know about. But wrestling is like this really safe place for it to be, or it's like it's not gay, no, no, you're just they're just playing, like they're just not, it's not for real. It's like he's not really kissing a guy. He's like, no, no, it's part of the show, man. Like I just hope he does it again all the time like i watched it on dvd last night uh, no one was around and you know but like yeah it's not gay it's just wrestling it was like a really really good match that i watch alone like (laughs) this shit is all real suspect guys like there's no defending this shit anymore there's really not you motherfuckers are creeps so that that's just that's just my view on it but um I I i can walk away um so then, Master P uh, apparently um, bought uh, House of Glory or bought into it or whatever the case is. Uh, Shane thinks it's a work. I don't know one way or another. All I know is this dude is completely uneducated on wrestling. He's standing there talking about watch out, Vince. And, like, dude, House of Glory can't even get distribution for a guy in Jersey to fucking see their matches. Like, I, you know, I, I, I was seeing, like, PWG uh, highlight compilations and fucking packages put together for every one of their shows just like boom showing up right on facebook bam 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 enough to make me want to buy dvds from pwg and i have in the past fucking this shit is in new york this shit is like two hours away from my house if that and you know they were doing aj versus ricochet before the guys were signed and who the fuck has footage of that it's just like for the people in the building and it's like their own little secret and it's just there's a ton of fucking talent there. They pack a building, but it's just like it, it's like a secret. It's like it, nothing leaves this building. Like don't tell anybody about this shit. There's so little promotion for this shit. It's it's unbelievable. Like it's it's really it's baffled me since the inception of House of Glory. So to say that like this company is gonna make some kind of waves that that's bizarre. Like you guys are gonna have to even get on the level of indie wrestling, other indie companies that are getting their names out there, the GCWs, the Beyonds, the like those those companies, you, you got to be able to get on their level first before you can even. Don't mention Vince McMahon's name. Like, why why do you why are you guys doing that? Why does everyone think that they're gonna just battle a billionaire? Like, you just make yourself look really dumb. Um, and then like he doesn't know CM Punk's name, and he's saying that he can make CM Punk a star. Like, CM Punk would make you a star. Like, you're a bum ass fucking rapper who made bullshit songs years ago, and maybe some people like that. A lot of people like it or whatever. I don't think he made a single good song in his fucking life. And like that that whole fucking crew is just it's just a gimmicky fucking rap. Like it's not good fucking talented rap to me. I've never respected that shit. So now this this guy's gonna make 
one of the biggest fucking stars in the past 20 years a star like what what the fuck is by by signing him to an indie company oh yeah that's what he needs to do that's that's what he's looking to do signed to an indie company with no distribution and now he's going to be a star like what the fuck are you even talking about um so yeah it's dumb but it, it might be a gimmick it might be a thing to try to get some kind of actual promotion behind it which you know good for them again a lot of talent there um Man, they've really put together some fucking great fucking main events. But I'd have to take other motherfuckers' word for the actual um, execution of it because I'd just seen it on paper. You know, it just it doesn't exist fucking much of anywhere. I don't I don't see like it offered on streaming services where you could say here you could find House of Glory and you know there's five shows on there or anything. I just I haven't seen anything. Um. Yeah, you got NWA. This is this is a company with a shitload of fucking money put it on there, and they have their fucking shows on YouTube right now. And then eventually they're gonna put up uh, pay per views or i pay per views or something. But for now, you can go and check out what they're all about. Like, there's nothing like that for House of Glory. It's just, just nothing there. So it's just very strange. They're doing a very like uh, just uh, inside inside. Uh, type of deal secret i guess it's like just the best way that i could put it because it just seems like they're they're not really trying to put it out there so um yeah um let me see uh shane had sent me some shit the other day i'm gonna skim it he he hates when i read across topics so i'm gonna try to do my best to skim through and grab only what i want to talk about um Uh, I don't want to talk about the Cornette shit. Um, not really. But, uh, Cornette, I'll just real quick. Cornette put up the shirt design with Shaheen. And, uh, you know, he's doing business with Shaheen over there. And, uh, I guess G. Ray has a problem with it. Just that. Whatever the case is. It's bullshit. It's all fucking bullshit. It's all petty fucking stupid shit. Shaheen's a fucking businessman, and I wish him the fucking best. I hope he makes tons of fucking money in this business. And, uh, you know, that that's the fucking, that's where my loyalty goes with that. Nah, I'm not going to agree with every fucking move he makes. I'm going to disagree with Shaheen on a ton of shit. Believe me, I am not on the same page with a ton of shit that Shaheen does or says or whatever. But that's my fucking guy. So I, I respect him, and, and I want him to fucking do well regardless of what his choices are and how I feel about him one way or another, I want him to do well. I want him to come out on the other side of whatever decisions he makes a fucking winner. That's, that's what I'm hoping, you know? So that's, that's all I can really say for that. I have no fucking loyal to, to wrestling and especially that whole situation. <laughs> this fucking cat is ridiculous. Oh, I gotta like, <laughs> this fucking dude is like laying backwards with his fucking mouth open. I tried to take a picture, but he moved when I, uh, so let me go back to what I was doing. Uh, I guess Marco Stunt's getting a whole lot of shit on Twitter, as he should. I, I don't give a fuck about this kid, and, you know, he doesn't, as far as I'm concerned, his size does not look like it should be on fucking television at all. If they find an avenue for him, again, wrestling has become such a fucking inside joke, and as long as everybody else co-signs the bullshit that they're doing, then it's fine. Then, then it's then it's it's been um it's been okayed by the room. It's been passed by the room, so it's it's fine. 
It doesn't need to be okay with your fucking true wrestling fans. It doesn't need to make sense because that's not what wrestling is anymore. So I can't stand the motherfucker. The sight of the dude and fucking dancing around and shit like that. He's just he just seems like a fucking animatronic fucking Christmas decoration. That's all he fucking is to me. Um Oh, train wreck wrestling. Oh, man. Yo. Did I tell you motherfuckers about this shit or no? And I, I, I am going to, if this fucking thing shows up as like a digital download type thing, I promise you on this show, I will watch it its entirety and rip this fucking piece of shit garbage fucking wrestling show to shreds. Fucking annihilate it. Fuck you, John Gray. There was 45 fucking people in attendance. You had 24 people supposed to be in the tournament. And 45 fucking fans in attendance. You stupid motherfucker. Stupid fucking asshole Ian's fucking jerk-off son. Are you fucking kidding me? So... The day of the show, let me let me just find uh, another person I was talking to about this, and I know that the, the list is very handy on that. Uh, or invite Matt Justice, the Hooligans, Deadly Dale, and the guy who was supposed to bring the scaffold all no-showed on this fucking shit show. That's right. Oh, Sabrina Hex, too, who was the chick who had a kid with Rodney Rush and uh, was working for Ian when she was underage at the Queen of the Death match and had, like, a parent's consent form, like a fucking field trip at school where you got to sign off on the thing, only this was deathmatch wrestling, so she was doing that shit with the fucking thumbtack hula hoop, and, 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 and she had a fucking, once she turned 18, she had a kid with fucking Rodney Rush. And then that shit didn't work. Big fucking surprise. Rodney's got custody of his kids. Shout out to to Rodney. Good fucking dude. Uh, He listens to Paramore. Makes him calm when he talks. Uh, That's a way, way old reference to the fucking interview I did with him. But uh, uh, Eric is probably the only one who will get that. Maybe Jeremy. Um, and, uh, And now she's fucking dating Madman Pondo. She no-showed the fucking show. So the show was not good enough for her to be at. She went to the Horror Slam shit, too. So initially, they had Schlack booked. They had fucking, um... They had uh, G-Raver booked before he got hurt. Uh, They tried to book Gage. They tried to book Jimmy Lloyd. Eddie Only. Alex Zane also um, called off the show. Um... Less than 50 fucking people in attendance. This is your fucking success. So now, if there's any... And let me also fucking tell you. These motherfuckers, two days before the show, were posting shit and hashtagging. Fucking hashtagging JCat approved. Like, fuck you, motherfucker. We're doing it anyway. Fuck you, JCat. Fuck me. 
45 fucking people. And you know what else? You guys had, you were selling fucking $100 fucking VIP fucking tickets and months in advance. And if you fucking, if you bought the VIP uh, pre-sale shit, they promise you some sweet sweatpants. Some sweet Southern Sickness sweatpants. <laughs> like a fucking tongue, redneck tongue twister. Which just means like you're sticking it in your sister's ass. That's all that is. Um, so they they promise you some sweet Southern Sickness sweatpants. And uh, guess what? No fucking sweatpants for you. That's right. It's like the sweatpants Nazi. No sweatpants for you. <laughs> and uh, he'll mail them to you. So you you guys, hey, just wait by the mailbox for another fucking thing from the Rotten family. That'll fucking turn out well. They will arrest you for fucking loitering in the post office before you get your shit. That that's something I could fucking tell you right now. You out of your fucking mind. And another thing is is so 45 people in attendance. He comes out there, "Hey man, like all these fucking people ain't show up and fucking soda so to fucking make it good for you guys, because I love all 45 of you, I'm going to send you a DVD to make it up to you so you can rewatch this piece of shit when you get home three months from now. Um, bet you don't get those fucking DVDs either. But I hope you do, and I hope someone puts it online so I can fucking watch it and annihilate this fucking thing. But if at the end of all of that shit, you guys... Try to fucking rub it in my face like I told you we'd do it. Dude, if this is what you wanted to accomplish, fuck. <laughs> this is fucking great. And I'll read this. And uh, when I review the show, I'll review the whole fucking thing in, in, in John, John Gray voice. A whole fucking thing. Um, it's going to be fun. Um, oh, also, the main event had fucking eight foot light tubes all over the fucking ring, like all over the fucking ring. Like just the whole fucking ropes was lined with eight foot light tubes, which are like a very, very fucking stupid thing to use because you're, you're fucking, you're only six foot tall. So there's like two foot of light tube. That's going to bust off either fall down on the wrestlers or off into the fucking crowd where the 45 fans are. Luckily, there's plenty of room to dodge fucking light tubes. But it's like the dumbest fucking thing ever. Now, Cody Rice won it. Uh, and I could swear he was named, he, he was named like Cody Rice. And it was spelled like Rice, like actual Rice, like Jerry Rice. And now it's like Reese, like R-E-I-S or some shit. Like, eh. so I, I guess he needed to change that. Maybe that's his legitimate name. Because, you know, you want to get actual credit by your government name when you perform at the Southern Sickness Cup. Um, so anyway, and I also made a comment that, you know, you should never... A good rule of thumb for deathmatch wrestlers out there. And look, what the fuck, man? Do, do what you want to do, and I'm no uh, authority on any of this shit. But you should probably never wrestle a match that has more light tubes than fans. You know? If you wrestle a 200 light tube match, just kind of hope that there's 200 fucking people in attendance. You know what I mean? You're going through a lot of shit. You're taking pretty big fucking risks. Like, do yourself a favor and hold those fucking 200 light tube matches for at least the 200 in attendance, which still honestly isn't a great fucking house. But if you're going to 
get 45 people in attendance, it played a little close to the vest, you know? Um, and they, they, I also saw a picture with, uh, like, a John Wayne Murdoch or, or, or somebody, uh, somebody was biting John Wayne Murdoch's dick, like, in, in a match. And again, it's like, you just, you can't get out of the way of it. This is, this is what these guys are about. I mean, rumor has it John Wayne Murdoch has done some, uh, some uh, very uh, forward-thinking 2019 type of extracurricular activities with Ian Rotten. But again, that's just a rumor. Um, So, yeah, but you can't judge. Um, But, yeah, it's fucking crazy. So, uh, yeah, fucking, fucking fuck yeah, we're fucking 45 people. Whee, fucking 45 fucking people. We got 8,000 light tubes, 45 people. Fucking idiots. Fucking idiots. So, I hope everybody had a great fucking time out there. Um, All 45 of you. I hope you continue to waste your money on things like this. And and, uh, and I hope you're able to join Pinky Sanchez's homeless community sometime in life. Because it's better to have friends when you have nothing. You know? So it's just uh, I'm trying to trying to hope for the best for you guys. Even I I wish you all the worst. Um. So let me see. Uh, Ace Romero is getting mad about fat jokes and shit on uh, the internet. I don't know, man. He's morbidly obese. What the fuck, man? He he's been in fucking trunks and you know for a big giant guy he does insane shit insane shit he's crazy athletic for his size but like his heart's gonna explode it's just that's just nature and you know i guess he signed a big deal with tna whatever you know good for him but i mean when you're morbidly obese and people make fun of you being morbidly obese they're not lying like i don't like this thing where nobody takes responsibility for their own actions or the way that they look or anything, and then when people call you what you are, you're just like, how fucking dare you? It's like, I just, what the fuck, man? And supposedly he's lost weight. I've seen no evidence of that. I don't know. I mean, he's, you know, and hopefully he does. From what I hear, he's a really nice guy. So you hope that somebody gets on that fucking Greg Excellent diet and fucking whips himself into shape. That fucking guy has, has fucking ripped himself up, and now he's just... He's just focusing on getting fucking ripped now. Can you imagine this guy lost like a fucking hundred pounds and now on top of it, he's just cutting the fuck up and just grinding out in the fucking gym. He didn't just lose a certain amount of weight and go up, hit my goal. I'm all done. This guy is on a fucking mission. And and that's what I want to see people doing, man. Like take your fucking self seriously. At some point, take fucking responsibility for your own action, your own well-being, your own looks, your own performance, your own fucking everything. Because if other people judge you for a performance that you put your passion and your heart into, you'll be proud of the judgment that they give you. Or they'll be dead wrong and everyone else will look at him and be like, what are you talking about? This guy's in great shape. You know, um... And, and I heard, you know, something about him saying, like, oh, I was born this way. You weren't born that way. You would have blew, your mother would have exploded if you were born that way. Not not quite that way. Because you would have, 
like you ever see like the Mortal Kombat fatalities where the guy zips inside the guy's ear or mouth and then he fucking inflates until the the other character blows up. That that's what would have that's how he would have been born if he was if he was born that way. Let's let's fucking settle down a little bit. That there was years of fucking just completely abusing food like just just really fucking terrible fucking eating habits and fucking laziness and yeah so just let's let's fucking settle down a little bit there there's definitely a rhyme and reason behind all of these things it's not just like magic and how dare you make fun of this guy that woke up one day and was fucking 500 pounds like that's that's not that's not how that works you know when they oh my 600 pound life and they have to like cut the wall off of the people's house because they they have a fucking heart problem now and they can't get out of the fucking frame of the door. Well, they, you know, they, they got into that fucking door at some point, you know, like they didn't fucking build the house around that person. That person got into a fucking bad situation while in that house and other people facilitated it and made excuses and fucking allowed them to be that way. But, you know, again, if we're just gonna, this society is just going to continue to blame everybody else for what they've created, then, you know, so be it. Um, uh, um, Jake Atlas got signed with the WWE. Good. I hope they change his name because again, Jake Atlas makes me think of losing all of my cats, and I would be Jake Atlas, and I would be very sad. It's nothing against the guy at all. Really has nothing to do with the guy at all. It's just his name just makes me feel bad, you know. Uh, he, he seems like a very talented wrestler and, you know, I mean, that's uh, talented wrestler should be signed with companies. I mean, that's, that's what that comes down to, but his name just fucking, I just don't like his name. Maybe hey, it could be just like, uh, you know, Jake Smith. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not in the naming department, you know? I have a hard time naming cats at this point because I've been in my job for 18 years. So when someone else, someone names a cat, I'm like, fucking good. I'll just do my thing. I'll, I'll do, you know, what I do and work with their personalities and, and their temperaments and, and bond with them and get them to adjust and, and, um, adapt to, you know, shelter life. And then I'll, I'll, you know, get them ready for a home, prepare them for their future into a home, you know, that's what I'll do, but I'm really glad when someone else names them, um, because I'm just out of names, and there's some, there's some names that, like, they meant too much to me, so, like, when, you know, I go back to that name, it's like, no, I'm, I'm still thinking about that other cat, I can't, I can't name it that, and then there's, like, all the common ones that are just, like, fuck, man, like, the Bella, and Blackie, and Midnight, and it's, uh, Jesus fucking Christ, it's over and over, it's the same fucking name, um, let me see. Uh, Jordan Grace plugged TNA, and um, let me find that fucking plug because that that was wild to me. I, I read that and was like, I is that really a is that really a a plus? Uh, she she tweeted this. Where can you watch the strongest penis in the world, intergender wrestling, pot-smoking vignettes, occasional murders, undead realm matches, and some truly bizarre storyline? CC Impact Wrestling. 
okay, so now I know what not to watch. Like, what the fuck about that is supposed to make me go, oh, shit. I want to watch people fucking stoned and not able to cut a fucking promo. I want to watch some guy swing his dick around. Um, uh, Intergender wrestling, which is usually fucking ridiculous. Um, There's a couple good um, exceptions to that. But most of the time, absolutely ridiculous. Um, Occasional murders. Gotta love killing, um, you know, killing angles such as like the... um, uh, I, I almost said House of Glory because I got all the rappers now. But um, what the fuck? Urban Wrestling Federation where like they were shooting people in vignettes and shit. Like no one's looking for that. Undead Realm matches. I don't even know what the fuck that is, to be honest with you. And Bizarre Storylines. I don't know. I like storylines that make sense. But, you know, if all of this is a selling point, again, not for me. You're clearly talking to somebody and, uh, you know, good for them. You, you got the shit for them. But, uh, yeah, that's that's wild, man. Th- that's exactly how these, these companies are uh, pitching. And this is kind of the world they're living in. Um. Dan Moff going back to Ring of Honor to face PCO. That's that sounds great. That sounds like great shit. Uh, again, Dan Moff a lot of times can be one of those guys that does the thing that makes me a re- that made me a wrestling fan. I'm not a wrestling fan anymore. I'm not, and I'm not being like sarcastic about that. This isn't really like a running joke. Maybe initially it was. But I legitimately can't stand this shit. I don't like the fucking lingo. I don't like hearing other people talk about wrestling. Like, I'm not able to even tolerate wrestling podcasts anymore. Um, Like, if you do like wrestling and wrestling podcasts and things like that, I highly recommend Um, Jeremy's I Got Your Five Stars. He's got his fucking, like, his eye on talent and fucking, you know, um, different companies that are doing shit that's more um, legitimately wrestling and that, that fight style wrestling. And he, he really likes that type of shit. Uh, wrestling soup, man. They're covering that WWE shit on a weekly basis. They're, they're touching on a lot of different things and, and, you know, they, they have some, some really, really good shit. They've been doing this shit for years and they're, they're very good at what they do. Um, you know, and I, and I pop into all of these guys every once in a while because they're my friends and, you know, I, I like to support them. And so I, I pop in here and there, you know, I'll always plug them because they're my fucking people. But, um, I, I just, I can't, I find myself less and less like being able to weekly listen to these shows just because I just, the topic is not for me. It, you know, it's, it's just not for me and it's nothing they're doing wrong. And Shaheen over at the wrestling overdose. Uh, you know, uh, you know, another, uh, another one of my guys, you know, you, you want to check out his shit, man. He's, and he, he can tell you a lot of different things too, that, you know, he's, he's seeing it from a different perspective now. Cause now he's out, he's, he's being a vendor. He's, he's crushing these motherfucking vendors, hopes and dreams. He's, he's out there fucking out earning all these motherfuckers. He, he's got them looking over at his table, like, damn, how the fuck I do that type of shit. You know, he's got the motherfuckers envying him. You know, he's doing his thing. So support him, nuclear heat graphics and all the shit he's doing there. Um, Andrew Carluck, False Count Radio. He's doing a thing there, too. He's real big on the NWA power thing. So you hear a lot about what's going on 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 that on his show. I'm sure Mish is real big on that, too. So I think he's going to, you know, definitely turn up his coverage on that. Um, Yeah. So 
I mean, these are all the shows that you should really check out. But as far as me, like, I'm just not, man. This is this isn't this isn't me anymore. So now we got what is it, sixteen six. So we got a ten point lead third quarter. So now I just need another touchdown. Another touchdown, hold on to that fucking lead and I'll take that motherfucking that Thursday win. Man, I barely ever get fucking Thursday wins. And I got the Thursday win last week, right? Thursday win was who the fuck was that? Uh fuck. The Chiefs. The Chiefs. And the Chiefs went in and fucking Mahomes got hurt. They were up like two touchdowns and it was like a fucking mm, ten point spread, something like that. And Mahomes goes down, fucking blows his knee out, you know, dislocates his knee, and I'm like, oh, fuck, here's it goes. Because we got two quarters to play, and I'm like, just like they're going to fucking, they're going to get this to a close game because the fucking guy's out. And they held on to it, and I was like, oh, shit. And then I had the fucking Niners, favored nine and a half, they win fucking nine nothing. I lose the fucking parlay by a fucking half point. And the third one would have been New England on Monday, who covered. So when I lost the fucking Niners game by a half a point, I quick put together another parlay, which was New Orleans, Tennessee, and New England, because I didn't want to lose using New England as a bet, because I was pretty confident in them. And then fucking, I hit that fucking parlay. So that was like a $14 bet. Got me like 127 bucks plus the 14 back and shit. So, um... Yeah, I fucking, I actually won a parlay last week. That's so fucking good for me. Um, <laughs> that does not make up for like the fucking, what are we, a week fucking eight? We're going into week eight here, you know, that that's like six weeks of fucking losses and <laughs> I catch a win. I don't know, but uh, what can you do? I, I enjoy it. I enjoy doing it. Um. But yeah, so um, I mean, check out all these guys' shows for sure. Um, that's where this shit's at. I saw Dice. I only have like eight minutes left, so I have to roll through this. But I saw Dice at the Count Basie Theater um, last week, two weeks ago, something like that, and um, he was fucking fantastic. For anybody who wants to see Dice, and you know, it, it was always a fan. Like, make no mistake about it, this guy's a fucking genius. He he's fucking great at what he does. To give you an example of the comedy, and and you know. Dice, a lot of people just, they get it fucked up, and they think that he's just like a bunch of, you know, oh, pussy this and this and that. Yeah, believe me, he does that. He's Dice. But what makes him, like, such a a masterful comedian and, you know, shows that experience and that time that he puts in is when he came out, what he did is he he went right after a guy in the front row, and he went, what's the matter with you? What's wrong with you? Like what, when you look in the mirror, do you know what's wrong with you? You have to wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and go, what's, what's wrong with me? What, what, what's, you know, what's medically wrong with you? You had to have seen a doctor about this before. What, what is wrong with you? And he goes, I don't know. And he goes, well, that's what I mean. So you don't even know. How can I even deal with a person who doesn't even know what's wrong with them? He's like, it's like. They'll probably tell you you're bipolar, but bipolar is not a real thing. You know why it's not a real thing? It's like it's like sleep, and he starts going into sleep, and he's like, and sleep was invented back in the days to shut the fucking babies up because they wouldn't stop crying, sucking on their mother's tits. So, so, so they invented sleep so they shut the baby to fuck off for a little while so they can get a fucking little rest and walk around and maybe get something to eat. You know, and and it was invented back then. He's he's saying. 
in the biblical times. He's like, you know, this time we don't really need to sleep. We've just gotten used to it. Is this is what it is? So he goes into that, and then he goes so back to the bipolar thing. So he's like, you wake up in the morning, right? The sun is shining. Uh, people are walking their dogs outside, and he goes, let me tell you something about walking a fucking dog. I'll be damned if I ever pick a dog shit up off the ground. He's like, I talked to my fucking friend. He's got one of those fucking mastiffs, and he's got like a seven-pound shit he picks up off the ground. He's holding it in his hand. He's like, I can't keep talking to this guy. I got to stop the conversation. I'll talk to you later. You're holding a bag of shit. I can't fucking, I can't talk to you anymore. It's, this is over. So he goes into that, he start, he he goes on and on about the dog thing, and then he backtracks again, and he's like, so back to the thing, so you wake up in the morning, the dogs, are, people are walking their dogs, the birds are chirping, he's like, let me tell you about birds, fucking birds is fucking stupid, and then he he starts talking about a guy in California, and then he hit, when he hits California, he starts going off about California. Then he comes back to the guy about the birds. The guy opened a birds-only store, and he said he walked by there, and he had to go into the store to tell the guy what a fucking asshole he is for opening a birds-only store. Why don't you have a fucking fish or a turtle or something? And who the fuck wants birds? It's only me and you standing in this fucking store, and I only came in here to tell you what an asshole you are. How's the fucking business working out? What are you going to look like when you fucking, when you're belly up because you opened this stupid fucking bird store? And he's going off on this fucking guy. And then when he finishes with the birds, he goes back to, so you wake up in the morning. I mean, he went fucking like laps on that same thing just to finally come back to the fucking bipolar thing. And like, he did like fucking 20, 30 minutes on that. Like he used that as the structure and then branched out in different directions. And look, Anything that I said amongst that, believe me, is not nearly as fucking, you know, funny as, as the way Dice put it, because he's fucking Andrew Dice Clay. I'm I'm just I'm just explaining to you the way he structured his joke, not trying to reenact or, com- you know, actually perform comedy, because that's that's not what I do. But um, so he's just he's just masterful that way and he he was just very fucking good um he kicked the lady out like real early on she started fucking yelling like inappropriate times and then he he responded to her once and then she did it again and then he said uh stand up and she stood up and he's like now get her the fuck out of here i'm all done with you he's like that's unfuckable that that right there is unfuckable i've fucked a lot of things and that right there is unfuckable get her the fuck out of here kicked her right the fuck out you know, and um, so that kind of like set the tone. I kind of let everybody know, like, all right, stop fucking around. Like, you're not here to see you. They're here to see Dice. And you know, um, Eleanor Kerrigan was his opener. Um, she's fucking phenomenal. So she was uh, really, really good. And then Dice came in and just fucking cleaned up. Excellent, excellent fucking show. I hope to see him again in the future. Um, he's he's just great. Uh, tomorrow night, I get to go see fucking Uncle Joey Diaz, Coco, fucking over at the Stress Factory. I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, I'm really going to turn it up with the comedy shows in the next year. Um, I, I'm seeing fucking, I saw Dice, I saw, uh, you know, Bob Saget earlier this year. I'm um, going to see Joey Diaz tomorrow. Um, then fucking, uh, next Friday I'm going to see, it's called, uh, the creeps with kids comedy tour. And that's got uh Jim Florentine, Bobby Kelly, Rich Voss, and Ron Bennington fucking four headliners on that show at the Count Basie theater banging fucking show. 
Uh, Artie's going to be back. He's still fucking sober. It's nine months he's been sober. Um, he looks great, minus the fucking mangled nose. He's going to be back at Account Basie in February. I think in March, um, I think it's March or February, um, Tracy Morgan's going to be there. I'm, I'm going to try to get tickets for that, too. I'm going to try to wait till after the holidays and see what's left. Usually they don't sell out like super, super fast. So hopefully there'll be something there, but I'm looking forward to all of this shit. And then also on top of that, um, on Tuesday, I brought home a new cat. He's a kitten. He's about six months old. I named Ernie in tribute of um, Ernie, the silverback gorilla from the Bronx zoo. As I told my story on the last show I did, I believe it was the last show I did. Um, he's a little monster. I absolutely fucking adore him. Uh, I was going to do the show Tuesday night and I just sat home and watched him fucking run around the house, exploring and trying to connect with the other cats for hours because there was just nothing more entertaining than what he's doing. And it's, it's just awesome. He's laying on the bed over here by me and he's just, he's gorgeous. He's fucking beautiful. And, uh, my cats are slowly adjusting to the, uh, shot out of a cannon kitten that he is but you know that is what it is but these are the things i enjoy in life um maybe i'll talk to you next week i don't really know i like i said the wrestling thing is probably just not fucking happening for me but uh hit me up with fucking topics whatever you want me to cover i'm sure i missed some shit i tried to cover everything i had in my brain and i did what i could this outro probably isn't even gonna play all the way through because i'm that fucking short on time on the show but here you go I'll talk to you motherfuckers later. Niners 7 and O. Oh, 7 and fucking O. Oh, you hate motherfuckers. How you like that shit? Coming up, fucking Panthers. Gonna be a big fucking game. I'm hyped for it. So, talk to you motherfuckers later. Peace. Talk to y'all later. Have a nice night. Stay dry. It's raining again. I'm tired of rain. Makes my grass green. Won't complain about that. That's all I gotta say. I'm out of here. I love all of y'all and uh shit. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. Keep it in the gym, bro. You know why? DJ Hyde, fuck you. You don't have the guts to be what you wanna be. You need people like me. I'll listen to your, to your podcast and I'll find everything out. You know what I mean? You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. So, what I make you? Good. Like Jesus tell me, tells me all the time to listen to what you got to say because you be blazing people. And I'm like, well, I got to hear it now. <laughs> you just know how to hide it. Me, I don't have that problem. Me, I always tell a truth, even when I lie. The Juice Chest Radio. Jesus. So say good night to the bad guy. I'm gonna tell you something, stay off the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no food.